Let's go while we're young. Everybody get a drink and take a seat. You're in the back room. A shake of bacon. Ooh, bacon. How good would that be? I'm gonna hurry up with the show tonight so I can go eat some bacon. Uh, hey everybody, it's me, your old pal Gary. Your old pal, co-host of this very program, and apparently bacon lover. All right, we have a good show tonight. We have a fun, fun I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know how I do my little bit about, hey, we got a good show tonight, and I always say that, but tonight I mean it. I've never really meant it until tonight. I've never meant it until tonight. Because tonight's guest, come on, forget it, man. Forget it. Dynamo. A dynamo. A uh, whirling dervish, if you will. She's a former English teacher, so I'm going to try to not be so ubiquitous tonight. I don't think I used that correctly. Oh, I'm nervous. Oh, I'm so nervous. Um, here you go. Ross using his, uh, using his show name up the middle. Let's go. Okay, Mr. Getting the Plug in there. Go check that out. Go check out Ross's stuff. Um, okay, so let's forget all this rigmarole that we usually do. Um, let's bring in, let's be honest, the, the share to my sonny, your internet girlfriend. You know where you love her. There she is, Maria Jarrell. Maria Jarrell, by the way. Dangerous on the dance floor. Yes, yes. Not, I might just, I might hip check you right into the bathroom. If are you not careful. Uh, are you, uh, Actually, we talked about this, and you've done what minimal amount of musicals? Because we met doing theater, so but like yes. you're not 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 the most yes. fleet of foot. Is that is that correct? Yes. I I am one short of the triple threat, <laughs> and that that one short is my ability not be, to not be able to dance. Yeah, yeah here's what you got to do, Maria. In fact, I think we talked about we did we talked about this yeah. when Danny was on. You yes. have another threat that many don't have, and you know what that is? Remember what it was? Uh, Giving hugs. Sarcasm? Giving hugs. Giving you're a hugs. wonderful. You've got that, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're coming into your, let's be honest, we're all getting a little bit older. You're coming into your, your Nona stage, your Italian okay. mother stage. So you get yeah. this beautiful, this beautiful Italian Yeah, the hugs. bust is coming in beautifully. It's <laughs> up a house coat perfectly. Yeah. Perfect. Italian yeah. women really are genetically uh, built for hugs, aren't they? Yes, yes. And for sleeping babies, just a, just a, yeah. like, just a nice soft pillow, like while you're rocking on a porch swing, you know. And at some point, you will develop a birthmark on one of your over one of your breasts. Right, just how it works, right? That's just a given. <laughs> I can draw one on it. I I draw don't. one on exactly. All right, so let's get to it tonight. Maria's got herself a hard out because her daughter graduates from high school tomorrow. It's that time of year. A um, couple of things, very quick. Dennis Siegel checking in. Um, Hey, there he is. I don't know. You got some weird emojis. Oh, those little emojis. I can't see what they are. Use your words. We're talking to an English teacher. Use words. It's some sort of weird emoji thing. I can't tell what it is. Um, but anyway, happy Pride Month to all those, all of our friends. Because as we always say, the back room is all inclusive. All are welcome. Ironically, except for people that hate. If you're an asshole, tell them, right. Maria. Hit the bricks, yeah. right? And, and uh, let's be honest. Assholery knows no gender. No, you know, no bounce, persuasion no, of any kind. No, no color, no creed. If they, 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 they can come across 
in any fashion. And yeah. uh, we don't we don't cotton to any of them. Nope. We are all about love and uh, inclusion in this. If you uh you know waste your time getting up in the morning and getting mad at Bud Light because of one special can, they get a, first of all number one get a fucking life. Pardon my language, uh, Mr. Stahl. But uh, second of all, <laughs> that's it. All right, we're all inclusive here. All right, we're not we're not here for the haters. All right, the back room is that's a say all the time. It's about friendship and coming together. So mm. if that's too much for you, hit the bricks. All right, there you go. It's a thumbs up, my guy. Dennis says, "Great, Dennis Eagle, by the way." Uh, I think you're still DJing and stuff, right? Get a little plug in there. I'll, I'll put it up for you. Um, all right. So happy Pride to everyone. Um, and by the way, let's be honest. It's it's all year. All right. You only need a special month. All right. Love love everybody. I saw a great meme about be careful who you hate. It might be someone you love. Something like that. Which I thought was you know what genius in its simplicity. So I love that. So yes. we're all about the love here in the back room. Um, also, as you can see, you can join the chat and we will show them. So um, if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, you want to tell us, you know, hey, Gary, your beard looks stupid. I don't care. Whatever. Bingo. There you go. Exactly, Ross. Um, let us know. And, you know, when you meet our guests, they're going to go, my God, she's devastating. And you might, you know, under a mash note or something. Uh, oh, hold on. Uh, this is Michelle. Michelle Rudder checking in. Was that Mrs. Stahl laughing at your F-bomb? Oh, I don't know, Michelle. You might have to wait and see. Tee-hee-hee. Um, anyway, of course, so if you're watching this on YouTube, you found it, but go ahead and subscribe. And if you're watching on Facebook, get over to YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. The Backroom Network, all one word. Um, tell your friends. Tell your enemies if you hate the show. Torture them with the show, whatever. So go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button. That's all you gotta do. Just, just that. Hey, how tough is that? And on yep. Facebook, that's it, right? The backroom show easy, and the backroom number. Lemon squeezy. What's that? Uh, yeah, exactly, right? Easy lemon squeezy. Just, just do it. I've seen people. We've all seen some of the shit you waste your time scrolling through. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? All right, go to the back room. Yeah. Now I'm angry. <laughs> No, no, no anger. No, no, all stall. Oh, oh, oh Siri. Through this, we're gonna love them through subscribing to the back room. It'll be fun. You sons of bitches. <laughs> exactly. Yes, Michelle. I didn't even notice. Actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. Stall, Siri. She, she must have said it and it spelled it wrong. So yeah. we knew what you meant. Uh, yes, sir. DJ Dana I of Eagle Entertainment. Thanks for the shout out, my guy. Come on, you're a grown. You're a middle aged man. Stop with the my guy stuff. Come on. Come on. Thanks, fella. No, you bet, buddy. Of course. Um, you know, we're looking for sponsors, by the way. Always, always open for sponsors. Who wouldn't want to associate their uh, their brand and their company with this very program? <laughs> Two middle-aged people in their basements uh, talking about, you know, whatever comes to our crazy minds. Um, so, yeah, so subscribe, all that stuff. Um, coming up, the next show, June 20th, the great Kim from Vujarde. She is simply amazing. Do you like unbelievably talented people well you come to the wrong place normally but next next show kim from bougie day she is simply amazing and we're gonna try to get her to sing a song or two after that trish ortlip is back she of course if you saw a couple episodes ago she's a nurse who went on a medical mission trip to honduras well she's back baby and she's gonna tell us some stories show some pictures and of course she is a nurse so i'm gonna ask her for go gross nurse questions and let's just a little tease Maria, you might remember a titty twinkie. Remember that? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. The titty twinkie. Yeah, find out what that's about. <laughs> um, and then on uh, July twenty fifth, 
my pal, Courtney. She's funny. She's great. Going to talk about dating after 50. Let's just put it this way. It doesn't always go so well. And she's got some, uh, so everybody send in, like, 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 join us that day and tell us any, even if you're happily married now, or whatever, if you've got a funny disaster dating story thing, bring it to be fun. So, you know, the lighter side of love, I guess. Ooh. Whoa. Did that genius just fall out of my brain? Look at that. The lighter side of love. God, what, what a gift I give to you. What is wrong? I'm losing my mind. I'm so excited. And of course, this is just added August 8th. My pal, actor Tim Riggs. Tim's a great guy. He's a he's a he's a relatively newish father. He kind of got into fathering game kind of late. He's very talented. He's funny. He uh he he's a musician. He's just an all-around fun, nice guy. He's kind of like a modern-day Alan Alda, like a real nice kind of guy. So I don't know why we're friends, but so that'll be fun. So check that out. And of course, check out Participation Trophy Wives, our new show uh, on the Back Room Network, uh, available only in audio right now. They'll be going video soon. Um, and um, um, yes, I, I have a new episode coming out this Sunday, anywhere you got podcasts. Speaking of them, Kate, one of the hosts, um, let me go to this. There we go. Uh, she is doing... Uh, I believe it opens next week. Doing nine to five, the musical at First Street Players in Birdsboro. So check that out. So go to firststreetplayers.org. That is the number one st streetplayers.org. Go get your tickets. If you listened to the show a couple episodes ago, you saw Kate. She's awesome. She's hilarious. Uh, well, they drunk you betcha. But uh, so yeah, go uh, check that out. There's a phone number 610-400-3170. First Street Players. Go get some culture, people. Go get some culture. Come on in your life. Um, I think that's that for now. Um, so that's it. Yes, we did all the plugs. We'll squeeze some more yeah. if we have to. All right. Woo! Sit back, baby. Hope you're strapped in. Thanks for the shout out, bro. Of course. Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, I, have I got a dating after 50 story? Oh, yes. The Perfect. recently divorced Michelle. Yes. Tune in. Sorry. Just trying to keep up with the lingo these days. Us middle-aged, good-looking people. What can we say? Yeah. Uh, it's true. You know, when he puts it that way. All right. Did I mention that he's a genius? I don't know if I said that recently. All right. Today's guest. Are you kidding me? This is a woman. When I, way back in the 80s, when I was going to junior high West, she was an English teacher there. I didn't have her as a teacher, but she was definitely known as a teacher you wish you had. She was encouraging, upbeat, positive, and guess what? Nothing has changed in 40 years. She's amazing. She is, um, I call her positivity emotion. Unbelievable. She's a retired English teacher. Now she uh, helps run a small art studio, art gallery in Boyertown. What? Hold on, there's more. She's involved with a uh, like a newsletter blog called Boyertown Express with the great Leslie Misko. If you're watching, by the way, hi, Mrs. Misko. Um, and she, by the way, when she has her free time, she also has a podcast called Be Inspired. Oh my God, she does too much. All right, please, <laughs> a big backroom welcome for Jane Stahl. There she is. Jane <laughs> Stahl, Studio B Art Gallery. Jane, welcome to the back room. What say you? Hi, Gary. And I want to say hi to all, any and all former students who may be tuning in to your program. There you go. I've heard from a couple of them in the past couple of days. Oh. And uh, it's just so sweet to, you know, to, to 
to understand that maybe some of them remember me and like you, maybe have good memories. You, <laughs> <laughs> this is the God's honest truth. You are, um, you know, there's like, oh, those, those you know, hard ass teachers, whatever, which doesn't mean, mean they're bad, by the way. It just right. means whatever. Because because kids, of course, like to try to get away with stuff. And there's like, right. but there's like cool teachers, but there's kind of two kinds. There's like, let's just slack off and watch movies all the time. Cool. And then there's like the you kind, the like actual genuinely like cares and like, come on, get in this, get f have fun with this, you know, kind of thing. And I, you definitely, you know, I'm not blowing smoke. You know, you're definitely uh, fondly remembered. Um, you are very kind. Thank yes. you very much. Back to, I that, really, yeah, please. Uh, one of my favorite things in the classroom was when we were doing one thing or another. Could have been Shakespeare, could have been language study, whatever. But when you know as a teacher that you've made a connection, I used to like to stop and say, aren't you glad you came today? And they'd roll their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that's awesome. There she goes again. Glad's a strong word. You know, I don't know. You know. Oh, yawn. When's lunch? <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to be Jaime Escalante, like stand and deliver. But mm. a lot of times it turns to be more about like, you know, riding the clock. Actually, I, I know a lot of teachers, uh, some good, some bad, some indifferent. And I've definitely known some who are riding out the clock, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, I guess you get burnout for anything, but so on that note, so because of that, you may hear me, audience, slip and call her Mrs. Stauber now and then, because it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird <laughs> when you, turns out, turns out teachers mm -hmm. are, what's the word I'm looking for? People. That's it. Teachers <laughs> are people and they have first names too. So yeah. I'm going to try to say Jane, but I have the utmost respect for her. Um, we have a lot in common besides being both yeah. very good looking. Um, we both try to be facilitators of conversation. Am I right? It's kind of the Absolutely. point of all this. So I have nothing but the utmost respect for you. Hold, hold on. Denny, all Jane. Everybody loves Jane, of course. Uh, Russ, uh, Rusty up the middle. Ninth grade English, gifted English uh, and speech competition with Junior High East. Now I'm also doing public speaking. There you go. Exactly. Oh, yay. He, has, he has, he was a interesting guy. He was a secret service agent. He was a minor league umpire. And now he's still doing his thing. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so that's Excellent. that Jane, you do too much. <laughs> All right. Very quickly. Um, as I said, her, I, I, I joke with Jane. I said this the other day. I go, your positivity is absolutely pathological. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Would you agree? I agree. Now, um, where, where, I mean, it's kind of a, this is kind of a hacky Barbara Walters question, but where does that come from? Like, is that, is it, is it, is that, was that handed down to you or is it just a determination you made? Are you, uh, are you, are you a bootstraps kind of person? And I have a couple of memories right. I'll share with you. Please. One of them was the night before I went to first grade. I was so excited because finally I was going to learn to read. Uh, my mother, the summer before, wanted me to go up the street to a Bible school study, and I said, I can't go. She said, why not? I said, because I haven't learned to read yet, and I'd be too embarrassed if somebody asked me. Oh. I could not wait right. to go to school. So that's that's one. I guess it's just an inherent kind of thing. I couldn't wait to learn. And then my father 
Uh, he always encouraged me by telling me before I went out the door to go to school or sing a solo or play basketball or whatever it is I was doing, he'd always say, give him hell. And so I got it from my father, too. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, nothing I, nothing I ever did was anything less than spectacular, according to my mom. Aww. So I had really good parenting and I had a, a love of learning. Mm-hmm. and. That's pretty much it. That it's really interesting that um, so quickly, like, because that's it, it. It's so again, it's so Hollywood, but it's so true. It's like once that light goes off, that like information, learning, because through learning, learning is not just facts and and, and reciting facts and you know, like school. You know, whatever the model hasn't changed much, but it's like here's a fact and remember it for Friday. Like that's fine, but I think it. With learning comes compassion, comes understanding, comes considering mm-hmm. things that you did. We were joking before the show started about, you know, learning and read. I think it was a word I was joking. Or did I say it on here? I can't remember anymore. It all blends. But I think that it really opens up everything. It's not just learning a fact. It's not just learning, you know, when Columbus came. It's about so no, much and, more, right? And it's. To me, it's a lot about, under, like you said, understanding and compassion, because the more you learn, the more you understand somebody else's mind and where they come from, how they operate, and how best to, what do you say, uh, have a relationship or be friends with them or, yeah. you know, just have fun with them. Yeah. I so. think, I, I how wonderful, how wonderful <laughs> it is to meet someone who's, yeah. you know, people go like, like it, it goes one of two ways, more or less. Um, like you're either like, Oh, I don't like that. That's not the thing I know. And I'm uncomfortable with that. Or you go, this is amazing. This is something Mm -hmm. I've never considered. I never saw it this way or whatever, you know? And I think that probably does come with, uh, with, with just learning, just learning about the fact that, you know, you you don't just live in your little town, your little world, like zoom out. It's a big planet. We all live there. You may say you live here, but I live here, you know? I think think also people are, are, what? I was just going to say because afraid. I know they're afraid. Right. Go ahead, right. Maria. And I think that I, especially with English arts, I think um, because you're it's it's usually if you're if you're talking about poetry, or you're talking about Shakespeare, or you're talking about, you know, great literature. Um, it's all mm-hmm. wrapped in story, which I think makes, yeah. you know, it makes it a little more palatable for people who Maybe, you know, where facts can be dry, like you said, you know, um, but but through through nar- narrative, um, you can convey so many different things. You can convey history. You can convey, um, you know, uh, um, stories of, of various cultures and different places and different people and different uh, economic statuses. And with poetry, you can you can plumb the depths of emotion and and, you know, and um just different, you know, moments in life, um, whether it's aging or, or motherhood or, you know, loss. And I think it's, it's a really palatable way for people to understand and get into the, um, the learning aspect and the understanding of other, other things. That's very true. You, you and I, uh, like I said before, we met doing, you know, doing theater. I I spent years as an actor, um, making a modest living at some times. Um, and there are things exactly that were absolutely not arts related, just been playing characters or, or, you know, the setting of, of the show that 
just opened my mind to things, you know, and, and, and you're right. And it's all because, you know, you just got to keep yourself open to new experiences and things. Damn it, people. Come on. <laughs> All right, we're getting a little too philosophical here, but yes, Jane, please continue. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, one of the, one of my, you were talking, and one of my favorite lessons, the last maybe dozen years of my teaching, and I think one that some of my students in my later years remember, was I would take them on the first day of every semester to the forest of knowledge that people call the library. <laughs> and I take the class and we sit in the middle of the stacks and I ask them where they were. And of course, they said the library. I said, no, this is the forest of knowledge. And I'd ask them what they saw on the shelves. And of course, they said books. I said, no, those are people. Those are people who worked for years to get themselves up on the shelves so that you could learn from them. So that because if you don't take them down from the shelf and get into that book, you you can't know where they've been because each one of them has experiences and knowledge that you can never, ever have unless you take them down from the shelf, have coffee with them, and get to know them. What did I tell you? It was so much fun. What did I tell you, I Maria? Amazing, right? <laughs> and and you know what? And, this, and she's, she's drug-free. No drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, right. Sure. Um, <laughs> knowledge. Yes. <laughs> I say to you, the, the forest of knowledge or whatever it was. Yes, the forest of knowledge. And then I read them a story about the the old lady in the ancient city. That the old lady would come to the come to the ancient city bearing twelve books of all wisdom and all knowledge, Gary, and said, "I will sell you these books for a bag of gold." And the ancient city said, "Oh, way too expensive. We can't afford any of that. Get out of here, old lady." So she went away. The next year she came back. Now she had six books. And they said, six books? What happened? Eh, it happens, right? But now these six books I will sell to you for two bags of gold. That made no sense to them, and they send her away again. They send her away all the time mm -hmm. until finally the, she came back. She had one book left. And by this time, because the ancient city didn't have all the wisdom and all the knowledge in the world. They weren't doing well. And so now that one bag of gold was really, really expensive. I used mm -hmm. to compare the old lady to myself, of course. That makes sense, right? <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. And a lot of times, a lot of times I was talking to seniors. So it was their 12th year. Right. And ask them, so how are you going to treat the old lady this year? Mm. Now that you've only got one year left, are you going to listen? Are you going to participate? Right. Because what I would promise them, Gary, is that anything we did would answer one of three questions. The only three questions that any piece of education should ask and answer. And that is, who are you? Why do you do what you do? And how can you make life better for yourself? And I promised the kids that if at any point, what we were doing in the classroom wasn't clear to them why I was helping them answer one of those three questions. They were supposed to stop me and demand an answer. No one ever did, of course, yeah. but it was fun. That's awesome. The other part of the story, this is the last part, I swear. Please. But it's one of my favorite things to share. And this is, your program is part of my legacy, and I'll get to that in just a minute. But 
The other thing I did with the kids when when I shared the story of the old lady in the ancient city and challenged them to treat me well as the last old lady in their public school education career, <laughs> we went back to the classroom and I told the kids the old lady lied. She had an extra set hanging around. And then I'd ask them to name what they thought the titles of those 12 books would be. And of course, they said all sorts of things you can imagine, math and science and communication and religion and all kinds of geography and history and, you know, all the things that other things that you would perhaps name. So we had a list of those, you know, and it ended up to be maybe a couple of dozen titles of books they thought those 12 books of all wisdom and all knowledge would have. And then I told the kids that not only did the old lady lie, that she had an extra set, but they could each have one of those books. Which one would they choose? And I have to tell you, over the last half dozen years of my teaching career, every single class ended up almost unanimously choosing the book on communication or relationships, and you can blend those, morals, religion, those sorts of things were the things that my kids, my students, wanted to know more about than anything else, yeah. which always gave me hope yeah. and made me pathologically positive. So that- <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely, you know, I, I, I was thought this for years that, you know, you're, 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 I, I don't have kids because uh, no, thank you. But, <laughs> but, but, um. It absolutely is basically come down to you're raising adults. You're raising, hopefully, people. Because they're going to, it's going to end. You can only be a kid. You're, there's, you're just an adult for You can be immature forever, though. Haha, <laughs> you know. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're right. You know, and absolutely communicating, learning how, because turns out, what? We need other people. We all need each other. Mm-hmm. We need mm-hmm. each other. We have to connect, you know, mm-hmm. and that's. Pretty much the basis of this show and the show that you do too. So yeah, absolutely. All right, let's absolutely. do. Let's start digging in here a little bit. Um, okay. You, you are. I, 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 I have such admiration for you. You have always been such a strong advocate for fairness and kindness, yes. and. You've worked in your, your, Jane is, is born and raised in Boyertown too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, right. that's where I graduated from. Um, I came in 1979 um, and uh, you're also, um, you know, you, you sort of carry the torch of history too, a little bit, a uh, town history, but, yes. and, and we're not going to, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I brought this up to you when we were chatting, and I can't have a teacher on, an English teacher at that, and not talk about your thoughts on, well, let's just say, book banning. What's going on? Jane, take it away. Uh-oh, the sleeves are coming up. <laughs> it, it's the stupidest thing. There. There's nothing else to be said. It's the stupidest, stupidest, stupidest thing. Mm-hmm. It's one thing, which I don't understand anyway, but willing to accept that a parent doesn't want his or her child to have a certain experience, which I don't think is smart, by the way, anyway. But it's a whole other thing to prohibit everybody else's child. I mean, to to prohibit, to disallow people from having an emotional experience or having any kind of knowledge or 
information about people, places, things, ideas, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's obscene. And that's my, that's, uh, there's nothing more I can say about I, that. I, I think it, it harkens back to what we were saying earlier. It definitely comes, because people, if you, if you drill down, they're not very complicated. It's fear. It's it, fear. People want to. They yes. want to protect their little nut and their little. Yes. Th- th- it's 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 the it's our it's our little it's our little squirrel DNA. You know, gather gather yes. and it's scared. And I'm my yes. God, I I. And by the way, let's cut out the argument about like oh they're they're accessing porn and all that. Let's stop that. Stop that. No one's accessing here, kid. Re, you know, none of that. No, but you know well, they'll they'll lie about things. But what I was going to say is is that they. The the idea of being a kid. Remember the library, the library, um, like the books, the book fairs. Remember they give you the little list and you would check off the books and all that. I mean, how exciting was that? And not even really much. I I didn't actually. My favorite week of the year. I mean, yeah, yeah. You get the flyer and you'd be like, oh gosh, I can get how many books can I get with the money my parents sent me? And I would try to, you know, ask. Like parents for more more money so I can get more books. Absolutely, it was just exciting. It was, it was so very exciting. exciting. I still I work in an elementary school now, and I'd like the, we just got over the last oh. picture, and I was like just seeing the racks go up. I was like, oh, this is. I was like, it was giddy. I was yeah. giddy. Yeah. Was, and actually, really- I'm not really much of a reader now. I mean, I I do. Mm-hmm. I get into technical stuff, and I'm, I'm of a movie. I I it's hard, literally, physically hard for me to read sometimes. Whatever, it's a whole thing. But <laughs> this thirst for knowledge, the idea of like. Like a sort mm-hmm. of um, as a kid, like sort of going a couple ticks up of your from your pay grade, so to speak, exploring these these fights. And I don't mean like you know, ooh, I found a Playboy in the woods, but I thank you, God, who left that in there. But no, I'm talking about, I'm talking mm-hmm. about like finding, like like we said, it's that access opening up to like because you dumb little kid brain, and then you you know you 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 get access to these concepts and these thoughts, and you go. Wow, you know, and it really, you said, Jade, it really just like it, 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 it sparks something in you, you know. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's people and that want to tamp that down is what's the word obscene? You said obscene, right? Yes, that's the perfect word. It's obscene. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, um, let's go, Lady Poopington. Um, have you ever? Yeah, that's the, my lovely wife. Have you ever had a parent <laughs> complain about assigned reading? I never have. No, okay. but I taught back in the good old days. When we could do stuff, yeah. when people weren't micromanaging, when people weren't looking over your shoulder, when they weren't so afraid. I loved uh, on TV the other day, there was the, one of the channels was interviewing a teacher or in a town hall or something who was talking about book banning and a parent who was afraid that she was teaching children to be gay. And she said, I can't teach people to be gay. I'm too busy teaching math, you know? Wow. wow. It, yeah. Yeah. Now at Studio B a number of years ago, we had a six, for six weeks, I believe, I invited the public to come to Studio B to talk about books that concerned them and that we'd have a discussion about what their concerns were and, um, you know, how they might look at things just a little bit differently or what the benefit of that particular book might be that they might want to reconsider, you know, allowing their child to read it. Nobody came, of course, (laughs) but we talked about Lord of the Flies. We talked about Catcher in the Rye because they're always on 
list of banned books. We talked about somehow to kill a mockingbird has gotten there now. To kill a mockingbird, probably my favorite book of all time. My lovely so. wife and I directed a production of it back in uh, uh, back in 2000, and it was it was a wonderful artistic experience all around. And the idea that someone would want to, well, whatever. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. another question very quickly here from her. Have you ever, it's just sort of the opposite, and you kind of touched on this. Have you ever had a student read a book that altered their perspective? Like, you know, Well, I wouldn't be able to know that very well, of course, because I can't get into their minds, but... Well, maybe they shared it with you, right? Exactly. But yeah. students, ha- I just wanted to make that clarification, but sure. students have shared that reading a particular piece of literature or whatever, or even just studying a particular piece with me had made a difference. And I love I, Maria. I would imagine... Shakespeare. I, I'm sorry. I yeah. imagine that you hear about it much later, though, too, right? You probably, oh, yeah. when you were teaching junior high, you probably didn't have too many eighth graders saying it, <laughs> but I bet you had that 35-year-old former student saying it, right? Do you know what? Uh, on that note, this is something kind of completely differently. But you know, of course, that my husband and I coordinated the Bear Fever Project in Boyertown. Mm-hmm. And um, that was so there it is. much fun for me. Right. And um, what was the, the, the best part of that project was that the kids were with me on that project doing everything. I mean, they went. And they went with me when we were looking for sponsors. Right. Okay. We spent the summer of 2000, I'll get it, 2004, in my, either in my house, calling business people and saying, hi, we're doing this project. We'd like to come and talk to you about it. Perhaps you'd like to participate. Mm-hmm. And we'd pass the phone around. You know, it was my turn. I'd do one and then I'd hand it to one of my students and say, okay, now it's your turn. Right. And uh, on rainy days, we were inside in my living room, passing the phone around on sunny days. We did that in the pool. We passed the phone (laughs) while while we floated in the pool. It was so much fun. Very very quickly. Let me interrupt here. Uh, just for a little background, because, you know, we have people watching from all over. Uh, sure. The Bear Fever is, and a lot of towns have their own version of this, but it's an issue. The, the, the home, mm-hmm. the hometown high school mascot is the bear. So right. it was a project. Well, very quickly, Jake, give me, give me the, give us the, you explain sure. it better than I can. Okay. It's a community art project in which we, uh, we secure fiberglass bears from an outfit in Chicago called Cow Painters. And then what we do is invite businesses or individuals or organizations to sponsor one of the bears, which means pay for them. Uh, And then we have an artist who decorates them and clear coats them and installs them wherever it is, is appropriate for that particular business, organization, or individual. So far now, we started, we debuted that project. And like I said, the kids did everything. They helped sell bears. They wrote for grants. They went to meetings to talk about the project. They wrote articles. They took photos. They did, they did everything. It was so, so very cool. Mm -hmm. But um, I forget what I was going to say. That's okay. You were killing it. (laughs) You were killing it. That's all right. But, but, oh, here's what I wanted. Here's the point I wanted to make. Um, Everywhere we went, Everywhere we went with the kids to talk about the project and we made cold calls on the street. You know, the kids would say, you know, I'd say, "Okay, I will do the first one and then you do the next one. And they would say to me, but what if this person that we talked to says, no, they're not interested? I said, they're going to. And then I was able to take them back to my experience prior to teaching 
in Colorado, where my husband and I lived for about six or seven years, where I sold world books, encyclopedia, door to door. And the world book people at that time promised me so much money. If I saw 100 people, they promised me more money if I saw 100 people than I could make doing almost anything else at that particular time. Anyway, but what they taught me was if you believe in your product and you see enough people, eventually you see 10 people, one will buy. You see another 10, another will buy. And they were right. By Mm -hmm. the end of the summer, I made more money than they promised to pay me. And they paid me Uh more money. Mm -hmm. They paid me the commission of what I was worth. So anyway, I told that story. And it was, Gary, it was the the coolest thing on the street. The kids are nervous. The kids are nervous and saying, but what if they say no? Right. And all of a sudden, that memory of selling World Book came back to me. (laughs) And what I learned from that, and I was able, in the moment, it was just... I, just I love that you had kids chasing the Glen Gary leads. There you go. A <laughs> little, little theater reference there, slash movie reference. That's, well, hold on. Let's, say, let's okay. go back to, uh, oh, hold on. Oh, oh, Clyde checking in. Yeah, Mary, hey, Clyde, remember when you left the last one? <laughs> Gary who? It, it, that's not, I'm right here. Goof. But he does say, hi, Jane. Hi, Clyde. And he says, where's he Paul? He and I graduated together. Yes. Oh, I know Clyde very well. Yes. <laughs> Clyde is a pain in the ass is what Clyde is. But, anyway, the point I wanted to make with you was that everywhere I went, everywhere I went, somebody remembered me as their teacher. And happily, at least at the moment, they shared positive memories with me. It was really so cool. I remember going to Odd Funeral Home. And uh, the kids and I went in and his first question was, hey, kids, is she as crazy as she used to be? (laughs) And they said, oh, she's much worse. Much worse. But much worse. Yeah. But I remembered him from my very first year of teaching at West. I remember where he sat. I remember his friend Richard, who sat right behind him. I mean, I don't remember all my students, I'm sorry to say, but for some reason, I remembered him. And uh, there's another cool story for another show. When I buried my mother, he was the funeral director. And when I buried my mother, um, I was able to share with the people who attended her greatest side service. My mother loved chocolate and champagne. Right. And so I took a magnet. Sophisticated. Ooh. And a little cup. And I took a box of Whitman samplers and passed it around so that everybody could have a little shot and a piece of chocolate. That's awesome. And whatever was left, we poured in her grave. That's awesome. So he remembers that too. That's so amazing. that was fun. I like to have fun. So yeah, let's, anyway. um, um, and also basically at, at the, at the crux, there you go. I love you guys. Hey, guys, Clyde. At the crux of it is um, your, which is why I, I, I was saying this show, this particular episode, even though I'm talking to a, a woman from my hometown, it's not really about my hometown because it's really about an effort. And this is an ongoing, and there are many people involved in this, um, to revitalize a town. That's what it's about. Yeah. So it could be any town. And yeah. there are people like Jane, Mrs. Stahl, uh, who were out there, you know, yeah. knocking on the doors. You yeah. know, Come on, kids, get out there. Um, so, so, um, and, and that, and there's, of course, the Building Better Boyard Town organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but you um, are, I, I don't really know, are you a co-founder of, let's talk yeah. about Studio B. Let's get into that. I would love to. 
I wasn't supposed to be involved in Studio B. Okay. One of my fellow teachers um, was on sabbatical and met our current gallery director or the founder, Susan Bebeck. And uh, when my friend Beth, who was teaching at the high school, came back from her sabbatical, she wanted to, with Sue, establish an art gallery. And Sue would do exhibits, art exhibits, and Beth would teach art classes, right? And so Beth, knowing that I was involved in the town, as you say, came to me and said, Jane, you can help us. You can help us find a space where we can have this art gallery and teaching studio. So I connected them with people in town who could help them. Charles Haddad, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And he helped find them a space and he helped find them rent money for the first year. And so we got, they got, we I suggested that they open the studio uh, the night of the Boyertown holiday, holiday Open House Tour because hundreds of people are around Boyertown at that particular time. You yeah. want me to stop talking? No, that's genius. No, it's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, they we got the studio ready, which is a story in and of itself. But unfortunately, when Beth went back to teaching full-time, she was also raised, this is not the un- unfortunate part, but at the time she was raising a senior in high school and a kindergartner. And realizing at that point that she was also full-time teaching, realized she would not be able to handle managing Mm. an art studio as well. Mm. So she said, I'm sorry, but I have to drop out of this project. Well, Mm. there we were with a year's worth of rent from Berks County Community Foundation with a space that had just been renovated for an art gallery. And what was Susan going to do on her own? And Looking at the panic in her eyes, I said, look, I will stick around until you find somebody else. That was 15 years ago. Whoa. (laughs) And throughout the years, I'll be honest with you, for throughout the years, I was trying to find another artist to work with Susan that they would. (laughs) One thing about Jane, sorry, very quickly. Jane doesn't know how to take a hint. That's all. That's good. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, please continue. So anyway, that's Studio B. So we've been operating since 2008. Right. Before COVID hit, we we installed a new exhibit every month. And then when COVID hit, we had to slow down. We transformed, went into a digital virtual gallery for a while. Right. Serendipitously, I started my podcast right before, weeks before COVID hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it gave me some social socialization and opportunity to be creative and continue and all that kind of stuff. So that's Studio B. Let's show um, Charleston to everything a true humanitarian. Unfortunately, we have to put up with the Philly only kidding. Oh, Phil, Phil does so much. These are very, these are very inside jokes things. (laughs) No, 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 no. Phil's a nice guy. Um, Let's, speaking of, let's actually, let's go to this. Uh, There you go. This is the, uh, this is the, um, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. There you go. Studio. There you go. Um, you can see some of y'all right there. So check them out on um, there. And actually, and let's go to the site. There you go. This is your site. Uh, yep. It is uh, at studiobbb.org, I believe. That's right. Yes. Um, and you can check out. There are. Here's the thing, too. And, and we'll show the photo soon. There are. It's not just exhibits. There are classes you can learn. Um um, so let's, and let's cut back to this. Let's go to those photos now, actually. Let me, uh, let me, let me bring that up. 
I got a lot going on. Uh, Jane, I, I, I spin a lot of plates here. Spin a lot of plates. All right, let's, um, let's go through some photos here. There we go. So who's this lovely woman here? That's Susan B. Beck, gallery director. Okay. She's a fine artist. Yep. Okay. There you go. Um, now, a couple of next photo here. Now, let me zoom in here. It's kind of hard to see. Let me move these out of the way. I just... There yeah. is... Hold on. That's why I kept it in here. There's <laughs> oh. a doggy. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. You put a dog That's in there. Grand. That's my grand puppy. That's your grand puppy. There you yeah. go. Yeah. You put a dog in there. I'm looking. Um, now, those of you <laughs> who are familiar with Blair Town and I, uh, this outside the window, that is Philadelphia Avenue. Mm-hmm. You are right across from yes. what used to be Bouses. The gra- right. If you went out the door and hooked, a, hooked, went that way, uh, you would, uh, I'm like, oh, use my mouse. Uh, the grill shop is up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. The grill shop, baby. World famous grill shop. <laughs> um, let's go to the next photo. Uh, there you go. This is a, a, a poetry project, right? Explain this to uh, that, Jane. That, um, this photograph represents the fact that once a year for the past 10 years, we have published a book of poetry, prose, and art. In addition, in the same theme as we had our art exhibit. And so the first book, the first art exhibit and book combination was Agony and Ecstasy. And then we did Layers of Language. And then we did Muse and To Be, or Not To Be. Uh, That is the question. (laughs) Wabi Sabi (laughs) superheroes. We did a theme. And did a book of poetry, prose, and art along with an art exhibit. In fact, the very next show that's coming up, and that's what I want to talk about also, next show coming up is called Legacy. Okay. Uh, Remembrance Matters. And I just received yesterday a proof copy. There you go. A proof copy of the book of poetry, prose, and art from, eh, I can't remember. I counted them several times and I can't remember how many authors. <laughs> They're like over 40, I think, close to 50 authors in here. So that's cool. And then the other thing we're doing with this project, which just happened to come about as a result of some of some other folks I'm connected with, Amy Musapapa and Judy Wetzel. Amy is part of my um, uh, advisory council. Anyway, they went to Alaska and were sitting at a coffee shop and right in front of them was a, a wall that people were writing on with chalk. And the title of the wall was Before I Die, I Want To. And wow. when Amy was so inspired by that particular, watching people add their thoughts and reading what people had written, she said, we need to do that in Boyertown. Yeah. Well, the cool thing, Carrie, was <laughs> that we had already planned the summer project to be titled Legacy, and that fits so perfectly. Wow. So June 21st, I want you to come to Boyertown when this wall will be installed uh, in between um, the Peppermint Stick and um, Bridget's Place, the walkway there, okay. and you can write, you can finish the sentence, before I die, I want to. Okay. So that we have you represented. Is on that that Temple. space uh, just off of the Intercore parking lot? Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. Anyway, what this photograph shows is the first couple of years, Susan put every page of the book on a slab like you see there hanging from the ceiling. And people could walk into the studio 
and read the poetry and prose that people had written, as well as seeing the art at the time. And that's one of my favorite photos of the studio okay. because it combines literature mm. and art, both Aww. things I love. Aww. Yep. All right. There we go. Moving Thank on. you. Oh, Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. Bye. We got a yeah. true Border Town legend here, ladies and yes. gentlemen, Mr. Jack Lignelli. There he is. And, and his lovely wife, Linda, in the background, right? That's right. Right. And that is from our very first opening, Gary. Yes. I just love that photo. Yeah. Jack was a, <laughs> he's a retired, uh, was he, he was a, oral uh, surgeon. that's oral an oral surgeon. surgeon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. You, you are, you know, if you don't know who Jack Lignelli is, are you really from Boyertown? I say nay. <laughs> he's a great right. guy. He's a very fun guy. They're very, yes. and by the way, they look great, by the way, the Lignellis. All right. Mm-hmm. Good on them. <laughs> Um, okay, now this is I, this is a class. This this yep. goes into what we're talking about. Uh, yep. What's going on here? Well, they're they're learning art techniques, and that was from one of our very first year. The gentleman there, his name is Gene Esther. Okay, and every kid who worked with him learning art stuff absolutely loved him. He is a clone of mine. Mm-hmm. We share the same pathological positivity, <laughs> the same energy, and the same love of what we do. He mm-hmm. now has his own thing going in Reading called Art Corner. Um, but he was with us at Studio B and taught lots and lots of kids at Studio B for many years. And like I said, every kid absolutely loved him. And we hated it when he left, but we loved him and yeah. wanted him to move on. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Great. Next one. Uh, now, uh, this I assume. Do you, do you recognize me? Uh, 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 yeah, well, yeah, you look. You're very short there, and I don't recognize. No, 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 no. You're wearing your gla- no, no, it's not you. No, no. Um, this I assume is the Chilling on Main event. That's right. Yes, that is a that is a a Christmas themed um, you know street fairy thing. But I guess mm-hmm. they have yeah every year. Yeah, is yep. a young uh, a young lady enjoying it. With the yes, snow. that is uh, Sue Bebeck, our gallery director. That's her daughter Edie. Hi, Edie. And she is now like twenty five. Oh my goodness! <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. Oh. And I, I'm play, I'm wearing the Mrs. Snowman outfit. Ah, well, there you go. Probably got you. <laughs> I think you probably got that at Swans. Am I guessing? Did you get a Swans costume shop? I have no idea. <laughs> That was the big costume <laughs> shop down there. Um, but my right. husband and I used to play Mr. and Mrs. Snowman. Oh, well, hold on. Jane, do tell. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant. That's a, that's a different episode. That's a different episode. That's okay. <laughs> um, but check in very quickly with the chat. Uh, oh, my mouse is being weird. There we go. Oh, yeah. There you go, Ross. Jack yanked my wisdom teeth. Yeah. I think Jack put a lot of Boyertown uh, people's teeth, right? <laughs> yes, he was the go-to guy. Um, all right, next photo. This is now another class. What's going on here? Oh, that just happened this past year. Okay. Uh, the woman at the very end of the table. Okay. Her okay. husband had died. Okay. And he loved art, and he loved painting little animal figures like that. Yeah. And so as part of his celebration of life, it had many parts they met first at the gravesite, mm. and then I think they went to lunch, and then they came here to have an art activity, and then they went to Bear's Mill, which was a place he visited often in his youth and loved it. That's but amazing. these are adults doing an art activity, having fun together, and nice. we do art parties at Studio B for children and adults all the time. There you go. You catch that, people? Art parties. It's not just, you know... 
you know, oh, oh, I don't know if I want to get involved. All right. Unleash your, your inner artist right there. Look at that. That's amazing. That's, that's incredible. I love that. I love that. Um, next one. I, now is this the, is this the edible woman? Yes. Uh, show show currently, current. Okay. And this is the work of Yenna Hill. And I just love her. I, I love the whimsy in her work. The, um, the one at the top left is called Baker's Dozen. I, I, get it, Maria. Do the math. Uh, <laughs> and the one at the bottom is Breakfast. Something about breakfast. Okay. I can't remember. Okay. I think I may have titled it on the. I yeah. can't remember. Well, you know what, people? You'll just have to go and find out for yourselves. That's you? right. You'll just yeah. have to go see this in person. Go see it in person. I think yeah. the next one is another uh, bit of whimsy. Uh, uh, Patron having some fun. Yes, I like this one. Yes, this, this was fun. Steve Fabian painted that um, painting, okay, right. of his wife, and it's called You Are What You Eat. Right. And I just found it charming, you know, yeah. and the woman came in, saw that <laughs> painting, and made that face. I love I it. Just love yeah. it. Yeah. See, art isn't yeah. all stuffy. Art can be fun. No. Absolutely. No. Yes. My favorite, my favorite pieces have touches of whimsy in them. There yes. There you go. Yeah. Um, I, I prefer um, dogs playing uh, card games, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, next up. playing poker? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I love this one. It's so artsy. Bill um, Vicciello. Oh, uh, Bill, yes. Is, uh, oh, who has been on your show. I, I heard the episode. He was on your, oh, your you podcast. Go. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Bill Vicciello is a photographer. And he asked me if he could come and take a photo of the studio. And it's such an artful photo. It's gorgeous. It's just absolutely love it. I had to share it with you. Yeah. And this this is the last photo. And he's the one. Oh, please. He's the one, by the way, who taught who, who taught me how to create a podcast ah. several weeks before COVID. Yeah, well, I go. owe him a lot. Good job, yeah. Bill. Um, and this is the last one. This is a wonderful. Um, it's not just art, you know, it's the art of love sometimes. Boom. There you go. Ah. The uh, now yes. I believe the dearly departed former mayor of Boyertown, right, Marion Deary? There, that's correct. Yes, she was the officiant, and that's Barb and Rick Hunter. There so you go. Yeah, anyway, the studio cleans itself up really well. Yes, we had they had a lovely wedding, and it was very, uh, very, very um, economical. Shall we say? Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there you go, people. All kinds of fun and creativity and mm -hmm. love. See, it all comes down to love again, doesn't it, Jane? Yes, it's it the does. core of it. Yes, it does. Always it's all love. about love. Um, yep. All right, so we're gonna do a little speed right here because we're. I think we. I think we can squeeze the show in, Maria. So um, let's quickly talk about the uh, Boyertown Express. Hold on, let me. Let me. I need to escape out of here. Let me get rid of that. Um, there you go. Oh, people messaging me. Um, this is. Let me show this here. Boyertown Express, the expression, I'm sorry, I'm saying it wrong, it's Boyertown Expression. Yes. Um, let's go, let's cut over to, four. this is, this is their um, mm -hmm. Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Right here, check it out, Boyertown Expression. Um, and of course, this is the website. Yep. You can go. Um, it is Boyertown Area Expression. Huh? Dot town? I can't, yeah, look it up. Yeah, if you Google Boyertown Expression, um, tell us about mm -hmm. this well, this happened not quite a year ago. Mm -hmm. Leslie Misko, whom you know, mm -hmm. 
and respect and value, a fellow yes. English teacher of mine, mm -hmm. uh, lost her husband, Bob, um, uh, almost two years ago. Also now. a teacher. Right. Yes. An administrator in Emmaus, for those of you who may not be in the area. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so last August, she just called me and said, my son, Sean, thinks I need to do something with my life since Bob died. Mm -hmm. And he Oops. registered mm -hmm. me to become part of a the Patch Labs, it's called, where you can be a citizen journalist, basically, and create your own newsletter. Mm -hmm. She said, I, I won't do that. It sounds interesting to me, she said, but I won't do it by myself. Are you willing to be my partner? And I love Leslie. She and I go back a long time, have had many great memories together. And I was so broken up with her about the loss of Bob. And I couldn't say no. Mm -hmm. And so I said, sure. So we got together and we invented this newsletter. And Gary, we've been publishing every single day. Something. Wow. It's a very hyper-local, very hyper-local newsletter. We we write about people, events, and opportunities in the Boyertown area, school district area, is mm -hmm. what our focus is. But we've had very, very, very positive uh, reaction to what we're doing. But since it's just the two of us, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes there's only one news story a day. Yeah. But we yeah. are happy, and I putting this out there, you know, we would be happy to have other people who like to write, who want to write maybe once a month or something like that, if they are involved in something and something's happening in their organization, we would love to have them put together a little article. We will help them if they're, uh, what do you say, um, 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 nervous about their English grammar and writing. We're good at that, so yeah. You, you, know, you, we'll I think you're. I think you'll be a good hands, people. <laughs> All right. But yes. we'd love to have some additional writers. Is the point? But we're having a great time. We are really having a great time, and I'm happy to say that just yesterday, uh, one of the folks from Boyertown, uh, from the Boyertown Historical Society, Luann Zambanini, mm -hmm. whose husband I taught like I taught you years and years ago. Yes, it's Chris Sambonini's, um, that is Chris, it's, it's, uh, it's Rob, right? Her yes, Rob. Rob's yes, I, I went yep. to school with his, his uh, younger brother, Chris, also a great guy, yes. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, she submitted an article for us, and, you know, it'll be it'll be debuted on Boyertown Area Expression tomorrow morning. So it's about a really cool thing that's happening this Sunday. Um, what they want people to do, Jane. Is, hold on, let me interrupt. You got to yes. work in your marketing. You got to say Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Going to make it really explosive and fun. If you miss this, you'll wish you hadn't. You know, right? You will shame your family if you miss this. All right, please continue. Go. <laughs> I just got you a hundred new viewers. There you go. Go. There we go. Anyway, so on Sunday, um, they want people to come to the to the state theater, the historic state, state theater, for a documentary. <clears throat> that was created, oh God, now I can't remember, uh, W, uh, I forget. But tell you what, um, people, go to Boyertown Expression. Yes, yes on Sunday. Uh, now, it, is, is there contact information on on the site here for people to reach out and become a part of this? Yes. There's an about. There, sign up. There you go. Contact yeah. us. Couldn't have been easier. Anyway, I have to tell people about this, though. They they want people to go see this documentary, and on their ticket is going to be the name 
of a person who attended the Opera House uh, theater um, program, the, track, the, the Night uh, of the Fire. Right. The Night of the Fire. And mm. then after the documentary, they want them to go visit the Fairview Cemetery, where a lot of those people were buried, wow. and see if they can find very, the name that was on their ticket. Very and famous. Then, to interrupt. Um, it, it's hmm? that and the... Um, some shirt factory back in the day with the two major, uh, they were like turn of the century, early 1900 fires that pretty much changed code for doors. It was, it was a, it was a, a firehouse, uh, excuse me, an opera house fire, as the name implies mm -hmm. yep. in Boyertown. Um, and so anyway, it's, it's a, it's a very famous historical event. And actually I grew up, um, like I could throw a stone at what, it, what the building was. Yeah. Yes. I, I wasn't around then, Jane. I didn't see the fire. <laughs> <laughs> So that sounds interesting. So you check that out. Go to Boyertown Expression. Um, I'm putting the gas down a little bit, Jane. So um, Boyertown Expression, check it out. Find out about this event. The Great State Theater, by the way. Lovely uh, old, um, uh, what do you call it? Mission-style building that's been around forever. It's wonderful. Yep. Um, um, hold on. Uh, Ross, I love Leslie Misko. Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't love great teachers? Um, in fact, and, and this is his next question, and we can slide right into this. What is Jane's podcast, and where can we hear it? Perfect timing on that, Ross. Yeah. Now, Bye. among her many several million activities, which is time. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, very quickly, Boyertown Bears. There you go. I, it's outside the BBB building, I believe, right? Yeah, that's outside Firefly Cafe. Oh, that's what I said. Same thing. <laughs> It's actually right next door to that, isn't it? Yes, that is a. Uh, it used, no, it used to be the building about a Boyertown office. Now oh, that you mentioned it. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, now it's Firefly Cafe. I got yeah. you. Yes, that is a uh, perfect bear for for Pride Month. There you go. It's part of the project. Um, Jane has a wonderful podcast called Be Inspired. By the way, very quickly, where'd you get your logo? Because I love this. I love the use of the Thank stones. You. I do too. It's whimsical, and I love whimsy. Bill VTLO. Huh? Brought it to my, he gave me several suggestions for what a logo might look like. And I picked that one. Okay. So you'll have to ask him where he found it. That's awesome. Um, I know. I love it. So give us the, the um, first flip. You've got, you've got, you've got uh, 10 floors, Jane. You got 10 floors. We're, we're in the lobby. And I want you to explain what your, what your podcast is about before we get to that 10th floor. Dingo. <laughs> <laughs> I, like to find out about people, what, what inspires them, um, a little bit about where they first got inspired about what it is they're involved in. And I just am learning about people. It's about loving them. Yeah. Jane, Jane is um, absolutely, oh, let me cut to us, absolutely what drives her is, it's like be inspired. The show is about what makes you, what brings that passion to you? Jane loves mm -hmm. to find that fire, that little mm -hmm. flame, that little pilot light inside people. <laughs> you like, you can use that, Jane. You can use that. That little flame <laughs> that burns Thank inside you. of people, that drives them to do what it is that they have their passion about. And it's awesome. And, and as you can probably imagine, she's very uh, excited about it. So I love that. Yes. Now, yeah. where, how do people hear this? Um, we're... Be Inspired is on seven different platforms, and I don't know all of them, but it's, Spotify. I, Spotify, Spotify is the big Google, one, yes. Apple, yeah, basically. Uh, Anchor. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll tell you what, we'll do. We'll, we'll do a, sorry, one more time. So Spotify, basically, here's what you need to do, people. It's very easy. If you have an Apple 
If you have an iPhone, go to Apple Podcasts and search it. If you don't, or whatever, go to Spotify. All right. And there's always a lot. Like, like we we do we put this show out on audio too. And there are a bunch, but you really don't need that many. It gets a little complicated. Just get Spit Stitcher or Spotify. If you don't have it, uh, even if you do have an iPhone, download that, get the app. It's free. There you go. And go check out Be Inspired. I know you have my buddy Kim, Kim Welch on. Yes. The great. Yes. yes. That was a great show. You too. That was the. We're going to be both one, mayor of Boyertown someday, but that's a different story. <laughs> she lives in Gilbertsville, so she'll have to move. So, yes. Yes. She and my son share top spots in my Be Inspired podcast. Yeah. A number of times people have listened to it. Anyway, um, the other thing I wanted to mention was what? Oh, if you go to Google and type in Be Inspired Jane Stahl, it goes right to it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not that hard to to, to, to be brief. You can be listening. uh, Don't listen now. Don't listen right now. (laughs) Um, I'm just looking. I'm just, I'm bookmarking it. That's all I'm doing right now. Yes. Now, yeah, yeah, it's everything you would want it to be, too. Like you do this thing, go tell me, tell me how you got into that. And it's yep. like, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Jane is wonderful. Um, so check that out. Yeah. Anywhere where you get podcasts, basically be inspired. Jane Stahl. You'll find all of that. Um, very quickly. Also, yeah. Bear. Oh, let me cut to this real quick too. Bear fever also has their own page. Uh, bearfever.org. Check that out. You can find out all about that. We, 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 you can ch- people can check that out themselves. Let, let, we, uh, we're gonna get rolling here. We're gonna wrap this up very soon, but check that out. And of course, all the other things. Um, the uh, expression. Um, my god, there's so many things. Studio <laughs> B, Studio <laughs> B, go check it out. Um, there you go. Uh, Ross followed. Boom, there you go. Done. Yeah. Um, so now it, it would, uh, Maria, I think we're going to make it. I think we're going to make it. Jane, first of all, let me get this out of the way. Teenagers above me. I'm yeah. just saying this right there now. There you go. Jane, you really, really, to, to use your, steal your word, you are inspiring. You are amazing. Oh, you're um, very kind. We should all have, and through it all, you've never lost your gentleness, your kindness. Mm. I, I joke when uh, we always do a tech call before we the shows to make sure things are okay. And I said, uh, I joked and said, she would have made a wonderful waitress because she's <laughs> very accommodating. Everybody okay? Everybody good? You good? You guys need something? You're good. Okay. Hey, mm-hmm. Jane likes to, which of course made her an amazing teacher. Like she, she, she wants, like she, she's everyone's biggest cheerleader. I think is mm-hmm. a great way to say it. And I love that. We need more <laughs> of that. And I wasn't going to get political, but less of some of the people that are very negative. And well, you know what I'm talking about, Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, very it's quickly. One thing that always made that always makes a, an ex, I think, an excellent teacher is, yeah, is like, and I always used to tell Ellie this when she would ever, I mean, she had some really wonderful teachers in her career, which is ending tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I always used to say to her that um, g- good teachers want you to succeed. And they're there to do whatever they can for that to happen. Yeah. And and you do know what those when you when you come in contact with those teachers like that, they will go above and beyond. I said, you know, never be afraid to ask a question. Yeah. Never be afraid to say you don't understand something or something's not quite clicking. I said, there's nothing a teacher loves more than seeing that light snap on when a That's when right. a when a I hear kids or or, you know, uh you know, a concept or, 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 or trying to understand something and it finally connects with them and they get that spark mm-hmm. in their eye. 
that's, that was it's beautiful. the best feeling in the world. Awesome. So I, I always would tell her that. That, that little shot of dopamine, uh, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, I forget. Oh, very quickly. Uh, now, Jane, this has to be lightning round, okay? You got to, it has to be quick answers, okay? From Lady oh, Poopington, your favorite author, go. Oh, Shakespeare. Ooh, going with the bard. Mm-hmm. We all know Bacon really wrote those. Pl- no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's the words, isn't it? It's the words, it's not the, the person. Words. There you go. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And your favorite artist. Oh. oh, that one I can't answer. Right. Whatever. Whatever one you're enjoying in front of you. How's that? Right. If, yeah. I mean, my closets are full of art that I don't have walls for. So mm-hmm. what can I tell you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep. Michelle, once again, we do need that. Absolutely. Yes. Love, kindness, and compassion. All right. Perfect. Maria, I heard kids above, so we're gonna wrap this up. Um, as Maria mentioned, and very pro did not try this when I when I booked Jane on the show, but it is graduation season. I love that season, by the way. You know, like it's baseball season, it's basketball season, it's graduation season. It's graduation um season. so yeah. a a hearty Oh, by the way, one more thing very quickly, Jane. I know you were oh, true, true, oh, blessed to have been taught by such a wonderful person. Denny, you can check it. Darn right. Absolutely. <laughs> by the way, Gail Dill and um, uh, uh, Donna Jorgensen, they were my two. The ones that really, from uh, fourth grade and 10th and, uh, grade, amazing people. I love the grade. Spring Four did a thing. They do a thing every year called the Inspire Awards. And they, ha- they uh, go to the senior class and they say... Uh, and they nominate a teacher that really made an impact on them. I in their love it. Be whatever yeah. one it is. And Ellie this yeah. year picked her her fifth grade science and math teacher, mm-hmm. which she credited with giving her like making math fun right. and really yeah. sparking her for sciences, which is what she's going to to college for. Mm-hmm. And and they dig they, they they bring them together and they talk and they they give them a like a they they write a little um paragraph about why they nominated the teacher mm-hmm. and it's wonderful because you see all these kids just really thanking these teachers f- for for really you know making an impact on them that's, that's great impact rewards i love that, I that's love a beautiful that. thing beautiful thing thank love you for that. sharing that so oh, no um congratulations to all uh graduating seniors congratulations on getting through the easiest phase of life <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> you're gonna hate hair loss and weight gain oh boy <laughs> um and i want to give one and i saved this for, oh, oh oh sorry very quickly uh jane i know you were an english teacher mm-hmm. but i have to get this out because i have a teacher on who was a teacher in the 80s when i was there marie you were there too in the 80s um we got news for you yeah guess what we do always have a calculator with us everywhere. We do carry a dictionary everywhere we go. Remember that? Oh, you won't have a calculator with you over there. The hell we won't. Hold on, watch this. Ready? Hold on. Making them boobity boobity boo. Done. Result. So you guys kind of missed the mark on that one, didn't you? Procrastinators. Uh, p- 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 procrast- Say the word for me, Jane. Procrastinators? No, not procrastinators. People that predict the future outcomes. Oh, uh, prognosticators. See, I didn't have you for a teacher. Prognosticators, you were not. So we do have a calculator in our hand at all times. Spelling counts. Spelling, yes. yes? <laughs> but, you know what? Are you like me, Maria? Is Google basically your spell check? That's what I do. I have a, yes, I have, I have a robot who has a female name right behind me. 
that if I just say her name and say spell something for me, I know she you, spells it for she me. She spells it for you. Amazing. Wow. Uh, great show, everyone. Jay, you look great. Gary, not so much. Ouch. 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 Hurtful. How is that any different from I any other podcast episode, really? I did forget to tell you when we when we met to discuss the program that you were supposed to give me a 2020 vision, 20 years younger and 20 pounds thinner. <laughs> I know. I always joke. I go, you know, when I see myself, they say that the camera adds 10 pounds. I'm like, how many cameras do I have on me? Jesus. <laughs> right. Uh, here we go. Michelle Rudder, former student. Uh, very grateful for your patience and encouragement during junior high. Absolutely. Michelle, now, guess what? Librarian. Do you think you had an impact on her, Jane? Yeah, wow. you did. Um, cool. Yes, but Siri is very a cool. doofus. She says, "Oh, that's true." Um, mm-hmm. So, so there you go. So we do carry those around everywhere we go. So there, teachers. <laughs> uh, so on that note, I want to end. Um, we talked about uh, graduation, um, and I wanted to uh, one. Ver- oh, by the way, everybody, get your backroom show stickers and coasters. Come on, that's that sweet ass swag you got. All you got to do is reach out to me. That's it, Gary at backroomnetwork.com. Cost you nothing. I'm going to, in fact, cost me money to mail it out to you. So, Jane, after, <laughs> I'm going to text you later on, get your address. You're going to get some Good. backroom show coasters with the, and some stickers. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Be the envy of your neighborhood. Um, yeah, and you can stick one on the grill shop window. That'd be great. I would appreciate that. Um, I think that's everything. Go see Kate, nine to five, First Street Players. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane, any plugs? Studio B, of course. Studio B. Studio B, yes. Um, Taylor Backus Glass Studio and the Library and the Historical Society and the Museum of Historic Vehicles and Berksmont Business Association and the Philadelphia Street Fair this coming Saturday. There you go. We used to call the sidewalk sale back in the day. Yep, that's right. Love it. Now they have it on Saturday. Much smarter. And I know I forgot lots of people, but okay. if you go on... You don't have to plug all of Boyertown, Jane. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not single-handed responsible. We'll take you all, all over the place as well. So anyway, go. thank you so much for having me on your show. I hope it wasn't too boring. You oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Amazing. <laughs> All right. One more quick thing I want to squeeze in. Um, we okay. talked about high school graduations and congratulations to everyone. Um, there's one specific uh, person I would like to send out. I say that for the end because mm, um, if you yeah. are a regular viewer of this program, you remember back uh, at the end of last year, um, I lost my pal Barry Geisler. Uh, wonderful, wonderful man. Um, he, he, uh, he died of cancer in September and his daughter was a senior this year. And, um, she not only graduated second in her class, like a week or so before high school graduation, she graduated from college and she got, she got an associates from RAC. So amazing. And that is a testament to her upbringing, her parents and her wonderful mother, Angie, who, um, I joke with Maria. So I said, you know, there's a, you know, there's good witches and bad witches. Well, there's good bitches and bad bitches. Angie is a good bitch. <laughs> Angie is tough. Angie is forward motion. Um, she got knocked down. You know, it, 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 I mean, how do, how do you, how do you not from such a horrific event? But she got her daughter over the finish line, and she did a great job. And she honors her husband. She honors mm. her children and she honors herself by doing such a wonderful job. So, uh, uh, Lexi Geisler, congratulations to you. And your dad's really proud of you, I'm sure. So, yeah. that's Hi, it. Hi, scary. It wouldn't be a backroom <laughs> show episode if I didn't cry a little bit at the end, right? Exactly. So, congratulations to you, Lexi. And good job, Angie. 
congratulations to all graduating seniors. That's it. Jane, I love you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Check Thank us you out. so much, Gary. Jane. Two weeks. Two nice weeks. Come check us out. Now, the two of you yes. must be do Be Inspired podcast with me someday. Okay, what are you what, what are you doing right now? I'm kidding. Um, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right, Maria, go enjoy your house full of you know sugared up seniors. Yeah, teenage girls that are going to go watch High School Musical and relive their youth. Ooh, yeah, you relive their. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that. All right, that's yeah, it, everybody. Like when eighteen year olds say, "I'm going to remember the old, good old days." I I'm know. Like, okay. I know. That's I see that on one. Facebook. People like young people that I know, and they're reminiscing about like TV shows and things from their past. I'm like, you were in your high school like two weeks ago. What are you reminiscing about? Jeez. Meanwhile, James over there like, oh, that Bobby Darren. You don't hear much of him anymore. All right, I'm kidding. Right. All right. Thank you, Jane. I love you. Maria, I love you. Go have fun. Everybody, thank you. Uh, check the show out. We also put it out as an audio version. Uh, check, come back in two weeks when we have Kim from Vuja Day. Yep. That's going to be fun, fun, fun. That's it. Uh, so thanks for being here. Uh, and as always, um, um, uh, we'll see you next time. I forgot the ending, Maria. Jesus. Uh, we'll see you next time. Where, Maria? In the back room. Boom. See ya. Yeah.